welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Averman. Hey parents, there's a free STEM event you must bring the kids to. It's a free event. It's um, designed to have something from all from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade and keep it fun and interactive and meet some people you otherwise wouldn't meet. An issue that is of growing importance in our region is how do we create the workforce for the jobs of tomorrow? Joining me in the studio is J.D. Kathuria. He's president of Washington Exec. His business is to connect senior executives into government contracting opportunities and connect them with each other. But he's coming in the studio to talk about something that maybe it's a little bit of a sidelight, but it's very important, which is how do we promote STEM education here in town? J.D., thanks for joining me. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for the opportunity. There are a few things as important as educating our children and making for the workforce of tomorrow. For our listeners, what is STEM? STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. And these are skills that are perceived as being more and more important for the kind of jobs that your CEOs and your organization need to fill, right? Absolutely. Um, this area has a, a gap in STEM, producing enough STEM graduates especially that have the ability to obtain a security clearance. You're one of the leading voices here in connecting the government contract community. How did you decide to focus some of your organization's attention on making sure that that kids, high school students, uh, grade school students, had a, these kind of educations? Well, Jonathan, what I saw was um, most of the STEM conferences I had been to focused on college students or people in the workforce, and there was a lot of policy people talking to policy people and so we saw a gap in bringing parents, kids, nonprofit, business, and government leaders around an annual event in this area. So, and this is what you're promoting now we're talking about today. You've got an event coming up in April, right? Yeah, so we have an event. Um, it's called the STEM Symposium. The website is stemsymposium.com. It's our 5th year anniversary. It's on April 14th, which is a Saturday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We'll attract over... 3,500 to 4,000 people to attend. And what are you going to do with them on that of, in the conference? We'll have, we'll have keynote speakers from former astronauts, um, thought leaders around STEM. We'll have lots of hands-on activities um, throughout the, uh, the school. They'll be, we partner with George Mason University, Children's Science Center, a local uh, science lab. We'll have high school students um, handpicked by the principal of Thomas Jefferson High School and other schools. We'll have other um, summer summer camp opportunities, but the goal is is to inspire um, um, our kids who are K through 12 to um, pursue a career in STEM, look for a mentor, understand what does STEM mean. A lot of people, when you talk to young people, seventh or eighth grade, they, they sometimes um, have trouble conceptualizing what does a STEM degree actually mean in the workforce. So I'm old enough to remember the, the Apollo program and going to the moon and and I remember growing up and thinking in some ways being a scientist was really cool. And I was terrible at math, so I became a liberal artist, and here we are. But it strikes me that that today's generation is surrounded with so many manifestations of technology. I mean, they literally, they spend their lives surrounded by technology, but they don't seem to make the connection to why technology or science is cool, do they? They don't. And so one of the things we do every year, we, we always bring a former astronaut, and that's always been a big hit. We actually get to, the topic is um, from space to STEM and be able to understand how does space, how does understanding how your STEM degree helps people um, in, in, the, in the field of astronauts in terms of being an astronaut or in that career. I think a lot of times people, um, you know, we live in such a uh, fast news cycle that 
it's hard for for young people to understand what will their, you know, the jobs of the future haven't been created yet, right? Many people talk about that. And so the jobs 10 or 15 years from now that you'll need, um, if you want a, a, a guarantee, a higher income possibility and, and, and almost a, a job for life, there's plenty of jobs in, in the STEM arena. Do you think that what happened recently with Elon Musk shooting one of his cars into space, which by the way, I think is one of the coolest things that's ever happened. You start a company to shoot your other you know, company's car into space. Do you think that that, will engage young people more perhaps than a, a government-related activity? It could. I think, you know, we live in a kind of celebrity culture. So people, you know, what we're trying to do in, um, in our event is help um, make STEM cool science people who are doing interesting things around um, the, all, all the areas, um, something that people could see themselves doing. And so um, a high-profile story like that helps. But the overall effort of, you know, the, the challenge a lot of uh, schools have is, and helping the parents also understand. So a lot of times, parents will tell me, "Oh, JD, my, I wasn't really good at math. I just want my kids to be happy and you know go to college and have a job, and that's fine." But there's so many more opportunities. There's a lot of studies that show if if a kid is not on on track for a, um, for advanced algebra one in eighth grade, that a lot of the decisions were made in fifth and sixth grade, the odds of them getting a STEM degree are pretty low. So that means we have to start earlier and talk to people in fifth and sixth grade about math. And what's fascinating to me about this conversation is when I talk with the big employers in this region, when I have my different hats on around town, there is a chronic shortage of skilled workers with STEM backgrounds in this region. There are tens of thousands of jobs unfilled right now in, in software, for example. So if, if I'm a parent, shouldn't I come to this event, make sure my kid comes to this event? This is much more important than going to a swim meet. Yes, I think so. It's a free event. It's um, designed to have something from all from kindergarten all the way to twelfth grade, and keep it fun and interactive, and meet some people you otherwise wouldn't meet. A lot of information is exchanged um, at the event in terms of brochures and different things you can take away after attending an event. And every year, it gets um, we learn a little bit about how to make it better and continue to to build on that momentum. So, so far, from a personal standpoint, what's the coolest moment you've had out of one of these events? Um, it was kind of fun to introduce Senator Tim Kaine when he spoke in 2015. He brought his wife, who was then the um, state leading the secretary of education. And he, he spoke for 20 minutes. But the coolest part, Jonathan, was that even with no cameras, no, no press following him, he went around to every science fair project and engaged students and asked them. And it was it was so cool to see seventh and eighth grade, ninth grade students interact with a U.S. senator um, talking about their science fair project. All right. I'm sold. Where do I sign up to so, go to this? Uh, we have the website uh, stemsymposium.com. So it's a free event, but we just ask people to register in advance so we can make sure we have enough parking and food for everyone. April 14th from 9 to 3 in Herndon. Well, I want to compliment you for taking some time out from your day job and working on filling the town pipeline, J.D. It's terrific. Well, thank you. Thank Folks, you. I was J.D. Kathuria. He's president of Washington Exec. Check out this upcoming STEM conference. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington, and a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com.
Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at, at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>